Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam the teacher. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's encouragement towards the eradication of illiteracy and his warning against laxity as regards teaching and learning. There is nothing strange in such a large number of people graduating at the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in such a short space of time. This is because he tread a path of collective knowledge with his companions and obliged them to wipe out illiteracy. He encouraged them to seek knowledge and commissioned them to eradicate illiteracy. He warned them severely against being lax in this regard. It is for this reason that those people began acquiring knowledge and gained a thorough understanding of religion. They began teaching each other and learned from each other till they removed illiteracy from their midst in a very short and quick span of time. Hadith 4 Abdul Rahman ibn Abza radiallahu anhu says, One day, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addressed the people. He praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and extolled him. He then mentioned some groups of Muslim and spoke highly of them. Thereafter, he said, What is wrong with some people that they do not educate and teach their neighbors? They do not explain to them. They do not command them the good. They do not prohibit them from evil. End of hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam refers to the great right that they have over their learned brothers and educated neighbors. This is because of the Islamic brotherhood that exists between them in addition to their neighborly relationship. In Islam, the right of neighbors is so highly emphasized that it almost reached the level of kinship which would have imposed inheritance between them. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says in this regard, Jibrail continued advising me of the rights of the neighbor to the extent that I thought that he would make him my inheritor. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam thus draws our attention to the fact that a neighbor was close to becoming an inheritor in the wealth of his neighbor on the basis of being a neighbor and living next to him. Neighborhood is of several types. One of them is that of living next to each other. Another is that of intermingling with each other in the sense that they share the same mosque, school, district, marketplace, etc. Inheritance is of two types, tangible and intangible. Tangible inheritance entails the inheritance of wealth, while intangible inheritance entails the inheritance of knowledge. For it is the duty of a person to teach his neighbor that which is essential and that which is beneficial. And the most beneficial of all things is knowledge. It is one of the most emphasized of duties of a person to his neighbor. Peace and salutations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon the teacher of good to mankind 
and the guide to all of mankind. So Allahu alayhi wa sallam. And what is wrong with some people that they do not learn from their neighbors? They do not educate themselves from their neighbors? They do not try to understand, understand from them? I take an oath by Allah that people should certainly teach their neighbors, educate them, make them understand, command them the good, and prohibit them from evil. And people should certainly learn from their neighbors, educate themselves from them, and try to understand from them. If not, I anticipate punishment for them in this world. Rasulullah then descended and entered his house. While he was gone, some people began saying, Who do you think he was referring to? Some replied, We think that he was referring to the Ash'ariyin because they are very learned people while their neighbors are uncouth people inhabiting the oasis and the rural areas. The Ash'ariyin came to know of this and therefore approached Rasulullah They said to him, O Rasulullah, you mentioned some people in very glowing terms while you derided us. What have we done wrong? Rasulullah replied, People should certainly educate their neighbors, make them understand, command them the good, and prohibit them from evil. And people should certainly learn from their neighbors, try to understand from them, and educate themselves from them. If not, I anticipate punishment for them in this world. They said, O Rasulullah, should we make others understand? So Rasulullah repeated what he said to them. They asked the same question again. Should we, should we make others understand? Rasulullah again repeated what he said to them. They then said, Give us a respite of one year in order to educate our neighbors. Rasulullah gave them this respite of one year in order to educate their neighbors, to teach them, and to make them understand. Rasulullah then recited this verse. They were cursed, the unbelievers from among the Bani Israel, by the tongue of Dawood and Isa, the son of Maryam. This is because they were disobedient and transgressed the bounds. They would not prevent one another from the evil which they committed. How evil is that which they were doing? Surah number 5, verse 78-79 to In explaining this hadith, our respected teacher, Allamah Mustafa Az-Zarqa, says in his book, Al-Maqdal Al-Fiqhi Al-Am, this great stand as regards displaying shortcomings in teaching and learning is considered to be a collective crime. The person who commits this crime deserves worldly punishment. History has not recorded a stand of this nature as regards the sanctity, sanctity of knowledge. This stand was not taken by anyone before Rasulullah nor after him. Included in the committing of evil 
and in the eligibility of being punished for it is the abandonment of religious responsibilities. Among these religious responsibilities are those of teaching and learning. Therefore, if a learned person displays shortcomings in his responsibility of teaching, or if an ignorant person displays shortcomings in learning the essentials of religion, then both of them will be eligible for punishment over the shortcoming of theirs. This is because Rasulullah said, Seeking knowledge is incumbent on every Muslim. The word Muslim in this context includes male and female because this command is conditional on a shared attribute and that is Islam. I may add to what he said as regards the hadith. Seeking knowledge is incumbent on every Muslim. That when Rasulullah made the obligation of seeking knowledge conditional on the person having the attribute of Islam, be he male or female, there is a warning from him that, what, that whoever claims allegiance to Islam will have to seek and acquire knowledge, for there is no room for ignorance in the Sharia of Islam. The first word to be revealed in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was, Read in the name of your sustainer who created, created man from a cloth. Read, and your sustainer is most kind, who taught by the pen, taught man that which he did not know. Surah 96, verse 1 until 5.